to the Bariatric Bachelor Now Engaged podcast. My name is Vinny Abrasella. I am the Bariatric Bachelor Now Engaged, and I am here with my awesome co-host, Valerie Noise. Val, how are you today? I am really good, really good. Good, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving and happy belated Black Friday to everybody out there. I hope you got your fill of turkey and capitalism. Um <laughs> Hopefully there weren't too many empty shelves uh, out there on Friday. Although I, I will I will say that I did go to Walmart. I made a mistake of going to Walmart on Friday. Um, and uh, it was actually pretty well stocked, although there was a lot of stuff that was out. But in terms of a Black Friday sale, they had pretty good deals. Yeah, um, we I got, I got a new Fitbit. Oh, very Black nice. Friday. Black Friday sale, so... But yeah, I didn't shop, but um, my roommate went, so. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, I didn't necessarily shop for Christmas gifts. I just kind of had to go in there and grab some uh, food items. So, uh, you know, that's pretty much all I, I went. Although I did make a uh, very positive uh, decision today, uh, this week. Um, I've officially upgraded my Herbalife um membership to become a distributor so uh i am now selling herbalife for those people out there that are interested let me know um because you know what i enjoy the product using the products myself so i figure what the hell let me get into this uh into the business of selling it and take on yet another job um but this one is actually something that i can get 100 percent behind Oh, good. Good. I'm happy for you. Um, so for those of you who are interested in Herbalife, definitely hit me up, vapicella at S, uh, SWE at, uh, on Twitter. Um, also, you can email me, vapicellajr um, at att.net. Um, but anywhere at all, just definitely uh, get in touch with us, um, and I can help you out that way. Um, but we've got some it's actually been a very slow week. Obviously, it was a holiday on Thursday. Uh, Friday is always a slow day news-wise. Um, so we're going to go over a couple of different things. Um, this week was the starting of the airing of General Hospital episodes without um, the main characters that have gotten the axe due to the COVID vaccine. Um, the people who actually stood up for what they believed in and uh, got canned for it. Hopefully that garbage ends pretty soon and uh, we could have Jax and Jason back on the scene in Port Charles because quite honestly, it's not the same without them. Um, they didn't get killed off. So at least if uh, everything goes over well, um, they have a way to be written back into the story um, because, you know, in soap operas, nobody ever really dies. Um, How did they write them out? Well, Jax, um, they wrote him out by saying he had to go back to Australia. Um, he's native to Australia. He has business dealings in Australia. So uh, basically his was just saying, I have to go back to Australia for business purposes. So now he's off the canvas. And, you know, he can come back at any time. Uh, Steve Burton, a.k.a. Jason Morgan, um, they wrote him out. He was on a mission in Greece on Cassadine Island trying to rescue two people and the Kate cave slash cavern where he was ended up uh falling and and just uh in i don't want to say imploding because it wasn't necessarily an implosion but it was uh 
what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, fell onto him. It, uh, you know, and nobody was found. You know, so uh, that's collapsed. There's the word I'm thinking of. They collapsed, and you know, he's buried under the rubble, and nobody's been found. So that's kind of how they wrote him off. Um, and actually, we're gonna kind of go over his statement. He did put out a statement on both Insta- Instagram on his Instagram page, um, and it did make it make itself over to Twitter. So I did get a chance to see it. Um, and I did listen to his, the episode of uh, Stone Cold and the Jackal, or should I say, uh, That's Awesome with Stephen Bradford this week. And he did confirm that uh, he has been let go from GH because of the vaccine mandate. Um, so let me go ahead and play that now for everybody. And this is, uh, I got this via somebody on Twitter, uh, at Hot Vanna Knights. Um, that's Vanna being the uh, mashup name of Valentin and Anna. Um, which I hate those mashup names. That's something else we're going to have to get into. Um, but honestly, um, here's the uh, Steve Burton's uh, message to his fans uh, via his inter- his Instagram, and it made it over to Twitter. Hi, guys. Um, well, I know there's been a lot of rumors and speculations uh, about me in General Hospital, and I wanted you to hear it from me personally. Uh, unfortunately, General Hospital has let me go uh, because of the vaccine mandate. I did apply for my medical and religious exemptions, and um, both of those were denied, which, you know, uh, hurts. But this is also about personal freedom to me. Uh, I don't think anybody should lose their livelihood over this. But with that being said, you know me. I'll always be grateful for my time at General Hospital. Uh, I love it there. I grew up there. I grew up with some of you. So I'll always be grateful. And I believe that when one door closes, multiple doors open. It's always been my perspective. So I am excited to see what the future brings. And maybe one day, if these mandates are lifted, I can return and finish my career as Jason Morgan. Uh, That would be an honor. And if not, I'm going to take this amazing experience, move forward, and be forever grateful. And I got to say that I am forever grateful for your love and your support over the years. It means so much to me. So thank you. Uh, I don't know what my last air date is. It may have aired or might be tomorrow or the next day. I'm not sure. But uh, I want you guys to have an awesome Thanksgiving. I know uh, it's hard maybe in this type of situation to be thankful or grateful, but we have so many things to be thankful about. And being grateful really is the key. Love you guys. All right, so that was Steve Burton with his message to his fans uh, confirming his exit from General Hospital. Obviously, that was taped uh, last weekend or so. Um, but he pointed out, you know, it, it, it's all about personal freedom. And that's basically what people have, you know, the people who are anti against the mandate have been talking about is personal freedom. Um, we're seeing too many people that are giving up their personal freedom under the guise of public health. And I say guys very loosely because it's not all it's all about. No, it's really not, especially when it doesn't stop you from getting it and spreading it. Right. It doesn't stop it. It might stop you from getting sicker, but yeah, I don't. It's it's crazy. And it's just one more step as far as I'm concerned. I've got my job, got, uh, got the emails that we we are now mandated to do it and i've already been vaccinated but 
I don't even want to turn over my my medical. I don't want to send them the proof. Right. I'm going to have to because I can't not work. But and that's the biggest thing is that you know it's great that you know guys like Steve Burton and Ingo Rademacher and even even going into uh, you know uh, Ice Cube and. Uh, you know, I think I heard that uh, there was another there was a basketball player um, from Brooklyn who, you know, they're, you know, basically sitting out because of these mandates. And, um, and it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's great to have people standing up for what they believe in. The problem is these mandates aren't going to hurt them. They have bank accounts. They have stuff, money and savings. They, they could afford to turn back prop, you know, jobs based on, you know, this mandate. I get that. I don't hold it against them. They've gotten to where they are because of hard work and, you know, living their dream. However, for people like you and me that are working hourly, that are working, you know, in jobs where we're not millionaires or making six, seven figures a year, you know, that's, that's where it's going to hurt because now you're forced to be, you know, well, do I go, you know, get the, now I get it. You've been vaccinated. I've been vaccinated. I made the choice to get vaccinated when I still had that choice. Um, you know, not that my, either one of my jobs have said that have enacted the mandate. Um, but uh, I, I still have, when I still had the choice, I, it was a split decision. I'm like, what the hell? Let me get it. Um, and, but see, it's people that work hourly that are going to be the hardest hit because they're the ones that are going to have to choose do I go get this vaccine because I'm being told to, or do I lose my job and then I can't provide for my family? And now from what I've heard, because of whatever is going on in the White House, unemployment is able to deny you unemployment benefits if you choose not to work because of this vaccine mandate. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I hadn't heard that, but it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't. And, you know, it's, it's sad because too many people that, you know, and, you know, growing up, you know, when you're, when you're first born, when you're a baby, your parents make the decision to get you vaccinated, then having to go to school, you get vaccinated, you know, and then it's not until, you know, I know there, I'm sure there have been people who didn't want to get vaccinated for eternity. I just started learning about them, you know, not too long ago because, I had always been in that bubble where vaccinations, especially for like measles, mumps, rubella, you know, tetanus shots and everything, they're all kind of given. You have to get those, you know, when you get to be a certain age, you know, every 10 years you get a tetanus shot or whatever. I don't think I've gotten a tetanus shot since I was 10 years old. Um, but I, you know, they, they say you have to get your vaccinations or no, I can't say that. I did. I think I got my tetanus shot in 2020. No, or no, no, I'm sorry, 2010. So it was about 10 years ago. Either way. Um, it's it's kind of a given. The problem is, is that now that with this new vaccine, this new COVID vaccine that's out there, that is A, rushed to market, right? You know, it was barely, you know, COVID was barely a year old in terms of the pandemic. Now, I'm sure it was out there. And there had been coronaviruses before. You know, this is just this variant, so to speak. Um, so, but the fact is, is that, you know, they got the, the vaccine out very quickly and they're just pushing it on people and pushing it on people. Like 
the flu kills more people than COVID, and the flu vaccine is not the flu shot is not mandated except for like certain positions. Right, right, and I don't even know any companies that mandate it. I mean, mine encourages the flu shot, but. I've never heard of anybody's who made you do it. I, I'm, I know military, they make you do lots of vaccinations. Mm -hmm. That's just part of it. But but I have heard that some hospitals do require their nurses oh. and doctors to be flu shot and all that kind of stuff. Probably. But that but but that's comes with the territory. Like that's your choice to get into that field. And I get that. But for people that work in customer service, in retail, acting, um, you know, basketball player. Like, they're basically saying, if you want to be around people, you have to be vaccinated. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. Like, and, and what bothers me the most is all these people that are pro-vaccine mandate are like, go, just go get vaccinated, you know, save everybody's lives, you know, do it for the rest of the people around you. My thought is if you're vaccinated why do you care yes exactly like <laughs> and, and again with these parents that are you know they call them anti-vaxxers or whatever like just because i'm against the vaccine mandate doesn't mean i'm an anti-vaxxer okay right. but for people who are anti-vaxxers and and they're you know their their kids are in school and everything and then you have all the parents that complain oh well you have to get your kid vaccinated because I don't want my kid to catch X, Y, Z. If your kid is vaccinated, why do you care? I agree. Because either A, you're saying now that you don't trust the vaccine that was get, that you were forced to take or you're, you know, that you forced your kids to have and B, like, why do you care? Because if your kid is vaccinated, you're safe, right? I mean, that's what it's supposed to be for. Yes. You know, the mandate and the vaccine are two completely separate issues. Right. You can feel the mandate is wrong. I it's agree. Unconstitutional. It's 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 wrong. The vaccine you can feel one way or the other about it, but I I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did you hear that there's another uh, variant? Yes. Omicron or something from South Africa, right? And I I did not know the name of it. I can't get it to stick in my brain. Yeah, it's like Omicron or something ridiculous like that. But but see, here's the thing. Now Biden went ahead and put in a travel restriction from people from South Africa. Yeah, starting Rewind tomorrow. What starting tomorrow? Yes. Rewind a year, two year and a half ago when Trump put in the the travel restriction restriction from China. He was called a racist. Oh, I know. Well, that I guess you can be racist against. Yeah, <laughs> makes no, I Again, can't make it. It's, it's, it's hypocritical. Why okay. is it that Biden can get away with murder and Trump does something good for the country, which is basically the same thing that Biden does, and Trump is railroaded for it? Yes. And um, when Biden was running, he... Uh, he made a statement that any president who allowed this many of his people to die as Trump did mm -hmm. should be fired or should yeah. die. And more people have died since he took office than before. Of course. 
And so, you have to count the people that had gotten the vaccine too in that. I mean, because there have been fatalities from the vaccine. Yes. Um, and, you know, now I heard that Pfizer is saying that it could take uh, something ridiculous. Like it could take like four or six weeks to get a, a, a booster for this new variant now. And it's like, wait a minute, what? Like, how do you figure? Yeah, they said it's like 10 different mutations yeah. in this variant. So it's, oh, I'm sick of it. I, I am too, because, you know, the problem, the, the biggest problem that I see now, and I, and I brought this up, is that, okay, so you get your vaccines, two shots, or unless you're Johnson & Johnson, you get one shot, whatever. Then they say, oh, well, the effectiveness only lasts six months, so you have to get a booster. Well, okay. How long until they make the booster mandated to get your booster oh. for the COVID? It's not going to be long. They're already and, been hinting at it. And then they'll come up with another, because remember, they had the, 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 the Delta variant, right? You know, the, yes. first they had the English variant from England, and then they had the one from South America, which was the Delta variant, that apparently the vaccine didn't work on either one of those variants. And now that people are getting the booster shots and they're getting this and that, and now they come up with the Omicron, give me a break. Like, where does it end? I have no idea. And these people, I don't think it ever ends. And these people are blind to it. They're blind to it. They're just following blindly like the sheep to the slaughter. I agree. And you get so many people who are just so totally you know, oh, just go get go get the vaccine, go get it, because you know what, you're going to save other people's lives. Well, you know what, if you're vaccinated, who cares? Why do you care? Yep. Uh, we have a, a respiratory specialist here uh, that was talking to my daughter. But anyway, she said that she calls people who've been vaccinated, she calls them the super spreaders, <laughs> because they don't know they have it. And they still can spread it because mm -hmm. they've been vaccinated, so they don't have as many symptoms. So, as if you look, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, if you if you're vaccinated, you could still get it. You could still spread it. What's the point of the vaccine then? I mean, if it truly does keep you from dying, but I mean, not everyone it doesn't. No, but again, that's your own personal choice. Like, like seriously, I mean, if you decide to say, oh, you know what? The vaccine's not for me because I don't care if I die from it or, or I feel my immune system is good for it. That's your personal choice. Yes, it is. It, it, should, it shouldn't have anything to do with your job. You know, and it's yeah. similar to abortion. It's similar to assisted, you know, doctor assisted suicide. It's, it's similar to so many different things where like your choice is taken away from you abortion obviously is not uh, you know the choice is not taken away except for like some states but like there are so many people who are so you know pro-choice but yet when it comes to the vaccine oh no well we need the mandate because everybody has to get vaccinated well one or the other you know? <laughs> i agree one or but, the other <laughs> anywho um we decided not to talk so much about politics. We've already been going Yay, on for us. about 20 minutes about it. Uh, but Hey, one but, more. Yeah. We did get the result of the um, trial for, uh, 
wasn't Amand Arbery's murder yes. trial this week. Yes. We did just, well, yeah. All three and people I, were found guilty. Yes. Wait. And I, a lot of people, what I got out of this was, I really, okay, so I don't know enough about it. I did think they were guilty, but I don't know a lot about it. Mm -hmm. And the fact everybody, there was a big deal about the fact there was only one person of color on that, on the jury. And so they thought that there wasn't going to be a fair trial because white people can't be not racist. <laughs> and they were wrong. Right. You know, he got a fair trial. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that made me feel good that they actually like made a point to recognize that. Yeah. Um, who's that, that, the Reverend that just goes crazy. Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton. Sharpton. He, yeah. it was him. He was there and he actually, he was praying. Of course, his speech was the prayer or his prayer was a speech. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that he was thanking God that not all white people are racist. Right. Yeah. So there's little. There's a little thread of hope. You can actually see that not all white people are racist. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that one of the most racist statements that you could say? It is. is that white people are racist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but when it's against white people, apparently it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. No. no. We, we don't count. No, we don't. Uh, anywho, um, so um, moving on to a little bit of happier news. This yeah. past week was Thanksgiving. Um, yes. Past Thursday, we got to gorge on turkey and mashed sweet potatoes and pasta and whatever else you uh, what else you do, and you know, getting getting together with family and you know, um, I had a good. How was your Thanksgiving? It was wonderful. I, I did. I went to work in the morning so that the little guy I take care of, his mom could prep for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But even that was fun. I was just taking care of him, but she was in the kitchen and playing music and cooking and it all smelled. It just felt like a holiday, you know, all those yep. aromas and it, it was nice. And then I went to my son's, my oldest son's, and he's got three adorable little children and they are always the life of the party. Mm -hmm. and his wife did a wonderful job. I'm sure he didn't help a lot. He, she did a wonderful job with the cooking and everybody brought a little bit of okay. stuff. And it was just very nice. Uh, how about you? Um, you know what? My Thanksgiving was actually very, um, very, very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I worked, I, I, although by the time all was said and done, um, I was up for about 30, 30 hours or so um, oh with very little sleep because I worked Wednesday night overnight, um, 11 to 7, and then I wanted to come home and nap. Well, that didn't necessarily happen. Um, you have to go to the store. Um, be, I had to go to the store because I had to get a couple of last minute things. I had to go to the store, you know, and get my sister texted me and said, Oh, could you get to, or I, I texted my sister and I said, do you need anything? I got to stop at the store. I needed oh, some a cinnamon sticks or something. So I go, I get what I need. Um, I 
get a, I had to get um, apple cider. I ended up getting a half gallon. I wasn't paying seven dollars a gallon for for apple cider. Um, <laughs> so I paid I, I paid like three dollars for the half gallon. All right, whatever. Um, or maybe four dollars for the half gallon. Um, then I, you know, I came home. I had to. I mean, I finished brining the turkey, and the turkey was fine. So I kind of let some of the water out, packed it in ice, and um, ended up laying down for about an hour because I had to be over my sister's at ten thirty. Now it's like eight o'clock. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll 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 lay down for about an hour, which I did. Didn't fall asleep because you know it just wasn't that time. So I ended up falling asleep. I ended up laying down and then I got up around nine-ish and had to pack the car and you know bring over the bird and everything. So I finally got to my sister's house and um you know got everything in the oven. We decided we were gonna try to eat around two. Well, I got to my sister's a little after 10 and uh Got the bird in the oven, and I'll tell you, it took about four hours, which, you know, I, it should have been three hours, but it took a little longer than I expected. Um, once my sister gave me her thermometer, normally I have a probe thermometer, um, but mine broke last year, and I forgot that it broke. So I asked my mother to bring hers, forgetting my sister had one. So I uh, used hers. We got, we got it done. We got everything in the oven. Uh, my dad ended up not getting there until about 2.15, which he was supposed to be there by 1. Um, but eventually everything went fine. We got into a couple of discussions. As a matter of fact, I am going to pause the show because I have my prisoner friend calling right now. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back. Uh, of course, you guys only didn't, you know, skip a second. Um, but... I did take a 15-minute uh, phone call that I had to, but uh, in the, with the beauty of recording and editing, you guys did not have to sit through that. Um, but anyways, I was talking, yes, about the temperature of the turkey, and my dad got to Thanksgiving late, and um, so we did end up getting into a couple of uh, disagreements about um, how to... My son, my son got into making charcuterie boards recently. Um, so what <laughs> that's what i said for the first time <laughs> a charcuterie board is like when you go to a party and they have the little boards with the cheeses and the meats and the crackers and you know like an hors d'oeuvre kind of board you know okay, okay. okay. And they have bowls of like dips or olives or whatever so being that it was a family holiday you know and, and thanksgiving we generally have like an octopost which again is an italian salad it does have like salami and it has roasted peppers and cured olives and artichoke hearts and all this other stuff so my son being the inexperienced chef that he is being 16 years old but you know so and my mother who could be overbearing but clueless at times so they decide to set up the two charcuterie boards and there's a difference between a charcuterie board and an antipasto and antipas, because of it being having cured olives and cured peppers and stuff, it has stuff that's oily. Well, charcuterie boards are basically like a flat, almost like a cutting board, you know, a bamboo board, it's flat and, you know, you could put everything on there. So my son 
they set it up and they put the roasted red peppers and, and some of the other stuff on the charcuterie board. And, you know, it's getting oily and running everywhere. And then there are certain things that they have in the bowl. So, so needless to say, we kind of got into a little bit of a escalated discussion about what constitutes a charcuterie board compared to an antipast and how an antipast should be in, you know, a platter that's kind of sloped inward so that the oil kind of gets inside or it goes into the middle of the plate instead of just on a flat, flat surface. So that was a little fun. That was fun. Um, then we went ahead and, um, you know, from there, I'm like, I asked my sister, I said, do you have any vodka? Because I knew I was going to need it. Um, she ended up having a peppermint, you know, vodka nip in her freezer that I happily downed. Um, but then we started talking about, I don't know how the, how the subject came up, but we started talking about transgenders and the different LBGDQ alphabet soup lifestyle and the people that are involved in that kind of uh, stuff and my son is gay so i mean you know he takes it all in stride he's part of that community and oh that's right because did i send you the picture of him from from uh homecoming no you didn't okay so last weekend or the weekend before his school had his homecoming he was dressed like elton john okay so i asked him i said are you planning on playing the piano <laughs> so <laughs> i'll have to send you the picture but he had on his eye makeup and, you know, he had on his high heels that he bought himself. And he, he looked like, I don't know, going back to the early 2000s, a metrosexual. But, you know, he looked like he could have been, a, you know, not necessarily a drag queen because he did, you know, he didn't have a wig on or fake tits or anything. But he, you know, he did have, a, you know, whatever. He had makeup on and everything. He looked like Ellen John. All he needed were the colored sunglasses um, <laughs> or the star-shaped sunglasses. Uh, but, you know, I asked him, I said, did you play piano? And, you know, and, and we started talking. I said, yeah, he, you know, he dressed up like Alan John and he wants to be a drag queen. You know, he wants to perform. Okay, more power to you. Um, you know, it's entertainment purposes as long as you don't, you know, as long as you understand that that's the decision you're making for a living, whatever, it makes money. Um, so then we started talking about how there's so many different types of sexualities out there. And I guess because my mother works for a, uh, um, you know, a psychologist office, psychiatrist's office, and they have all these different lists of all the different um, sexualities and all these different types of uh, gender. And I made a comment to my son, we started talking about it and, I made a comment to my son. I said, well, you like strudel. You don't like pie. So, um, um, you know, because he's gay and, you know, and then we started talking. And I said, well, you know, you might, you know, it's okay if you like both. And my mother's like, no, you can't. It's either got to be one or the other, you know, people that like both are, you know, mentally ill. And whatever. my mother's old school and she doesn't like people who are bi, which, you know, whatever that's, She's okay with with gay, but not with bi. Yes, she's okay with. She's like, you gotta do one or the other. And oh, yeah, okay. I don't care either way, you know. But see, it's to me, it's like you're either hetero, you're either homo, or you're bi. The, one of those three. 
but then you know you get into the pan sexuals and that it's like to me and i and i made the comment i said no pansexuals when you're sexually attracted to cast iron because you're attracted to a pan you know and what does it really mean a, i don't know like what is the difference between pansexual and bisexual apparently pansexual is you're you're attracted to just a person well regardless of what sexuality or gender or whatever you know it's like but to me it's like you're either attracted to males females or both because whether or not you're a transgender or transsexual you still are either male or female whether or not you have the trans behind so oh but apparently they're attracted to non-binary people what the hell is non-binary like like again (laughs) that's something that again what does non-binary mean like you're again you're either male or female do you have a penis do you have a vagina did you change your penis to a vagina did you change your vagina to a penis it's the same thing (laughs) that's what we need we need someone to just come on the podcast with us and explain the terms but so we can understand (laughs) well it's it's not so much as understanding it's just it's more along the lines of the people out there that subscribe to this stuff like okay my best friend says that she's pansexual okay i knew she was bi she says she's pan now and again what does it necessarily mean you're attracted to males females or both right so why aren't there only three terms? But now you have, and then the people that aren't attracted sexually to anybody, the asexuals who, you know, they're just not attracted to anybody or, or they don't want sexual relations or whatever. But I get that. I mean, you know, but again, like pansexual, you're attracted to males or females or trans people or, or non-binary people or people that act like dogs or wolves or giraffes or elephants or you know like i i don't again it's like there there's some kind of mental problem in this society that we're enabling people to just come up with new terms and 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 saying that it's okay and being accepted you want to be who you are you live your life fine that's great but don't just try to invent terms and and say that it's now accepted by the uh, by whatever the official sexuality commission um <laughs> like like i don't get it i don't understand the pronouns the they them yeah. Dem, like who was it uh demi lovato who just came out and saying that she's a non-binary and her pronouns are they and them. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I don't see two of you. Yeah, they. I guess if they're going to do that, it needs to just be uh, a new pronoun, period. But they and them implies multiple. I know, I know. That's why that doesn't make sense either. There's, because you've, even if you go both ways, you're still only one person. Exactly. You Unless know, you're pregnant, then you could be two people. Right. Uh, or three or four or five or whatever. But agree. 
I mean, maybe if you're a, a, a conjoined twin, you could be multiple. But again, it, you know, um, again, it comes back to the point where you're one person. Like, to me, my, my biggest analogy is I could wake up tomorrow morning feeling like a millionaire. But you know what? It does not change my bank account. It's okay. not true. It's not real. You can wake up feeling like a man tomorrow. Well, last I last I knew, you know, <laughs> you have breasts, you have a vagina, and you're a woman. I am, and I always will be. You know, and, and you know, I don't think it would ever happen that I would wake up feeling like a woman, but that does not make me a woman. Right. So why is it that we're placing more emphasis on people's feelings than the exact science about it? But again, another hypocritical thing, because now they're saying, oh, well, follow the science when it comes to climate change and COVID and this and that and the other thing. But yet they won't follow the science when it comes to biology and they don't know what fucking gender they are. <laughs> it's, it's one thing to be a fetish. Like there's this whole, you know, there's a whole movement, kink fetish and people that like to, there's all sorts of stuff out there. Yes. There That's is. all I'll say. <laughs> I think, I think one time somebody showed me a video of this thing. It was called furry con or something that was held in the Midwest somewhere. Where they dress up as animals. They dress up as animals. Yeah. Like they literally wear butt plugs with tails and walk around on all fours. And yeah, <laughs> like you want to do that in the bedroom, that's fine. But that doesn't, you know, and if a woman wants to walk around with a butt plug up her ass and, you know, during the day under her clothes, that's their choice. But I'm sure you'd feel constipated. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I've had up my butt was a finger, and that's from a doctor, you know, because you got to do those things when you're a guy sometimes. Uh, but I mean, do they I, really say bend over and cough? Yes. Well, no, no. The coughing is the coughing is for the hernia test when they feel where you're growing. Oh, okay. Prostate is just bend over. <laughs> when you hear the glove snap, then you know there's a problem coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And don't get me wrong, there there are there are things that guys like you know that, that involve the anus. I'm not gonna deny that, you know, the, the, the male G spot, the prostate is up the ass, and you could milk the prostate. I mean, as we saw from Sean William Scott and Road Trip, you know, and um which was a great underrated movie in my opinion. Um but yeah, so but I, there are so many kinks out there and it's one thing if you're going to live your life as a kink or, or, or have that kind of fetish in the bedroom, you know, right. like you don't want to see 50 shades of gray in the middle of, well, times go times square would be a bad uh, analogy, but you know, just in the middle of, you know, can't even say Walmart, but you know, in the middle of some kind of civilization, we'll say right. you don't want to see somebody walking around in a dominatrix outfit. Like to me, to me, that's kind of bedroom stuff. Yes, I agree. You know, be proud of who you are. Be proud of the lifestyle that you live. But you don't have to bring it out to Main Street USA. 
Yes, you don't have to try to make it controversial. Exactly. Like, I'm all for people living their lives, whether they're gay, whether they're straight, whether they're bi, whether they're whatever. But you don't have to march in a parade dressed like somebody who's going to be whipping somebody later that night or with a ball gag in your mouth or with somebody on a leash. And uh, like, what? Okay, you want to have clubs like that? You want to have bars? Fine. You know, that's your stuff. But in the middle of a city street when, you know, you have kids and parents and families like you, they want to, they want to ban God because of the atheists, but yet the, they're okay sh- teaching this crap to kids. And I shouldn't say crap. I apologize. That's the meaning but this kind of lifestyle, alternative lifestyles to children. Yeah. But we, we can't talk about God. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right, we can't talk about, you, you can't talk about anything that actually really has merit, but yet they want to teach kids about sex ed in certain schools. Uh, I, yeah, that's, I don't, I think there should be health class, probably, you know, sixth grade, like. Yeah. But, and, and you know what, the, the, the sad part about it is that kids are becoming sexualized more and more every day, younger and younger. And I'm not, and I'm not even talking about the poor kids that are being victimized. Right. In general society, kids are becoming, look at the, the, uh, pageants, you know, the, the beauty pageants, right. Little girls who can't be, you know, eight years old are walking around, maybe even younger who walking around in high heels and and dressed up to the nines and looking like they're going to the Oscars and, and, you know, like, come on now. Why can't kids be kids? I agree. Isn't that just as bad as the parent who pushes their children in sports and, and you know, gets so upset that they're being tossed out of games because they're the ones that think they're, they're better than the referees or the umpires? Like, it's the same, it's the same shit, in my opinion. Yeah, there, there, there's a, a line there that you... You need to support your kids, but not push them into. I think it's unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going back to the late nineties, John Benet Ramsey. You know, yeah. she was one of them. You know, child built beauty crew, beauty queens. That I don't think they ever found her body or ever found the killer, did or whatever. I mean, she I could be off living. Oh, not... they found the body. Yeah, I think. Yes, but they didn't there was it's never been solved right but again it's like it's just so sad that you know we have crap like that and even the reality show what was that netflix show that caused so much controversy cuties i think where it was like following a a child was it pole dancing class or something oh my gosh i never saw that no yeah like the 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 trailer for or the the poster for it was like a little girl who couldn't be second or third grade who was like literally dressed almost like a stripper oh my gosh like don't get me wrong and, and like i said children are becoming more and more sexualized every day and children are uh how to put this term in a more of a family-friendly way but children are uh finding themselves so to speak you know, and it's like, but 
you have to find out, you have to figure out where it's coming from. Like, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to say that I'm approved by any means, but that doesn't mean that children need to learn so early about an orgasm or about safe sex or. Yeah. Don't need to expose them to that until their minds are able to. Exactly. Grown enough to understand when it's appropriate, when. Yeah. There's just too many, too much crap out in the world today that is inappropriate, but accepted. Yes. Um, but God's not. We're back right. to that. <laughs> God is inappropriate, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's, there's so much stuff we can delve into from here, but um, probably have to save that for a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so. Judging on, of course, I, I kind of went into a huge tangent there. Um, but did you go out shopping Black Friday? Nope. I don't <laughs> like people. I don't like crowds. <laughs> I, yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't go up shopping Black Friday, at least for gifts. I do my, I generally do my shopping online. You know, I'd rather just do it and get it over with and not have to worry about it. Um, I did go into Walmart for a couple items just for food items that I needed, but nothing too, too bad. Um, I was like getting out of there. Um, but anywho, um, what else has been going on in your life? What's kind of, uh, oh, I, I heard I, you had some good news this week. Yes, I did. I got my, my first, I got my 10, uh, complimentary books. I, I have to, uh, I can hand out to people or I've got to read, I've got to read through and make sure there's nothing I need changed. Mm-hmm. And then, then it can be in the stores. So that is so awesome. I am. It's such a long process. I think we started this in like, uh, the publishing of it in like April. So it's wow. just been very, very long um and but yes very exciting it, it's really kind of cool to see your name in print you know there's me on the cover and you know what <laughs> i'm very proud of you and you know as soon as it gets actually into bookstores and onto amazon and you know then you'll be doing your uh voice recording for the audiobook and um so um the sky's the limit I hope I hope, I just want people to read it. I just want to be read. Well, I read it and I thought it was fantastic, and I will highly promote it, especially when it when it does uh, hit the shelves. Great, yes, that was my excitement for the week. It was, I, and I'm I'm glad because you know what that's uh that's something that we definitely need more of more more positivity in this world. Um, but, anyways, um. And then we're going to have to get started on uh, my autobiography that, or biography that you're going to write for me. Yes. Yes, we do. When you have time. Well, <laughs> this week, I actually only work at the hotel three nights. So Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday night. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be off from, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be off from the hotel. So I'll have a little bit of time to spare. So we can right. probably. Get in touch with me and let me know. Yeah, just yeah, we'll have to start with 
we have to start at the beginning, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, your good news for this week. I shared my good news earlier about uh, now being a distributor for Herbalife. Um, and uh, yeah, so things are going well. Um, my fiance will be coming into town in uh, just about, I want to say three weeks. Uh, wow. coming December 22nd. So actually about three and a half weeks from now. Uh, so she'll be here for me, for, with me from December 22nd to January 2nd. I bet. Yeah. I, I can't imagine being away or being apart all the time. Oh, it's, it's, trust me, long distance relationships are very, very difficult. Let me tell you. Um, especially when you get the, the closer you get, the harder it is. Um, you know, we've only really seen each other like four times or five times. Um, she came out here March of 2020 for the first time for us meeting. And um, we had been talking for like 10 months before that. So, you know, we kind of built a built a good uh, friendship out of that. And then she came out to see me. We spent like three or four days together. Um, then we became official. And um, after that, the whole world went down. Um, like she, when she was here, the lockdowns were starting, the restaurants were closing and yeah. Um, and then I went out there in June of 2020 for a few days. Um, and then we didn't see each other for like six months because then she came out here for Christmas time last year during, during, in the midst of the pandemic. And, you know, we couldn't even get together with family for Christmas. Like she met my mother and my sister and my son while standing like on a porch between screen doors and and stuff oh man so that was just absolutely insane um and then you know that she came out here for easter last year when things were starting to kind of uh loosen up so we had palm sunday uh dinner and then that and then day before is when i proposed to her um and then um I went out there in June of, of this year for a week. And then uh, we met up for a weekend at Hershey in August um, for my birthday weekend. Well, the weekend before my birthday, but it was for my birthday. Um, and then, yeah, uh, she'll be coming out here in, June, in uh, December. So Yay. it's, uh, and then after that, we won't see each other till like a month before the wedding when um, I buy my house in June. Uh, whenever you know and then uh she'll be moving out here in june so oh that's exciting so we have a lot to pack into that week while we're here while she's I here <laughs> um, yeah so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun ride um but anywho um well i mean you know, I think next week we might revamp a couple things, go back to the uh, top 10 list and we'll pick a year and I'll make sure I'll get the year right this time. Um, and uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll try to add some more fun stuff into the show and see where all the news takes us, what kind of news breaks this week. Um, let's hope for some good news. This time. Yes, let's hope for some That'd good be nice. news. Uh, it would be. I completely agree with you. Um, oh, I wanted to tell you I was... Yes. Uh, we talked about uh, Kennedy a little bit last week. Yes. And so, like, I was looking into the Kennedy curse, and there's a lot to that. There's just so much more than I even even knew. 
Really? So, yeah. So I'll, I, I, and I'm reading, um, killing Kennedy mm-hmm. uh, and it's really interesting. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll give you a little information on. Well, President you'll have to do a book report for next week. Take <laughs> <laughs> it back to grade school. Oh man. Am I going to be graded? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, remember you got to do the title, the author, the plot, the cast, <laughs> characters, the setting. Damn, I hated doing book reports when I was. <laughs> I hate anything you have to cite your sources. God, oh, oh, I hate citing sources. And and you know the the sad part is like in some of my classes, there's so much crap that I know from basic, you know, from life from experiences. Life. Yeah. You know, like there's no way to cite that. You oh. know, especially with some of the experiences I've been through. Like, well, you have to cite source. How can I cite my brain? Or my experience, like, because because uh, a lot of my experience goes contradictory to what you know is the the reports are or what's out there, and it's like, how do you support something that's contradictory? Yes, you know, <laughs> like this is my life experience. This is how I experienced it, but you know, it is what it is. Anywho, um, but. Why don't we uh, call it a day and we'll call it a show. And then next week we'll be back. We'll have, uh, we'll, we'll do uh, a couple more things to get to get into the Christmas season. I think we both set up our, our, our Christmas displays in our house. Like you went all out. I mean, God, I can't even compare to you. My, my son used to tell me, mom, it looks like Christmas threw up in your house. <laughs> You know, I like it, but you know, you showed me the picture. You actually sent me a video of everything that was inside your house. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I have to say, I absolutely love the snowman tree topper because oh, that was very ingenious. I loved it because normally growing up, we always had a star. We always had a star on top of the tree. And then, you know, I think my step, my father and stepmother, they had an angel, yeah. which was so contradictory to who they were. Um, especially my stepmother, born of Satan herself. Um, but, no. <laughs> um, but, and then like my mother, my, my sister now does a bow and I do a bow on mine. Um, actually, no, last year I did the snowflake. I did the WWE logo snowflake that I have. Nice. The majority of my, the majority of my ornaments on my small tree are WWE based. I have a bow on one of my trees mm-hmm. the the snowman on another and then i have a star on the one but it's not a topper it's just an ornament i've wapped it up there because i couldn't get anything to stay on top <laughs> although I, I did decorate my car as rudolph i got the antlers and i got the nose and the tail <laughs> oh how cute how cute <laughs> yep I, I wanted to get it last year, but I couldn't get it in time. So I did it this year and I put it on on Thursday. So that, that's, uh, that's why I can't wait for next year when I get to get a house and put up lights out around the house and everything. And um, We actually did that for my sister, la- for my sister last week. Um, so, but anywho, actually it is just about my bedtime considering I've been working 11 tonight. It's 430 Eastern time. I have to get some sleep. All right. You sleep well. Yes. Uh, I will see you next week. Yes, I will see you next week. Uh, Folks, 
Follow me on Twitter at Viapicella SWE. Uh, follow uh, Sportswire or follow the uh, um, follow the, the podcast on Twitter at Bariatric uh, ENGPOD. Um, you can also follow uh, follow us on the YouTube youtube.com slash bariatric bachelor which i'm going to start putting stuff up at least the audio versions um of this podcast up there um but you could also subscribe to this podcast anywhere you find your favorite podcast uh follow me on twitter at bariatric underscore bachelor you can email us sportswire audio at gmail.com and uh anytime at all uh that you want to reach out to us go ahead feel free i have the social media she does not um but She's going to have to if she's going to be a published author. <laughs> and then start going on her media tour. Oh, yeah. Signings. <laughs> but, anywho, um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you back next week right here on Bariatric Bachelor Now Engaged.